Hello and welcome to our next episode of What We're All About. The idea for this podcast came from going through life and figuring things out step by step. In societies that tell you to grow faster, the question comes up if there can be different approaches to life and its pace. Come along with us. To us, it's the journey that counts the most. Welcome to episode 16 of the podcast. This is Sovelin. And Steve. How has your week been or your couple of weeks been? We are trying to get a bit more <laughs> consistent with the podcast again, but here we are back again. Yeah, it's been a nice couple of weeks, I suppose, after getting back from Scotland. It took a little bit of adjusting, um, you know, getting back into the city. Yeah. Um, but it's been nice to get back to work and get busy seeing everybody again so of course really nice we've got quite a nice big network of people in in berlin now so it was really nice to catch up with them all and see what they've been up to you know in our absence yeah so it's been good and yeah just had bits and pieces to do all the time just had a very smooth couple of weeks what about you yeah same actually i definitely uh, learned to like the city more again even though we're back in a semi-lockdown now but yeah just seeing people in the cafe and from afar and the people you sort of run into it's like really really nice actually even though yeah i am really sad that the van trip is over yeah and we're not in scotland anymore but yeah i agree with you it's definitely been better the last couple of weeks again like yeah to get back into where we are now yeah, you definitely realize how much of a luxury it is that you can just catch up with people every day and you can do that spontaneously or you could organize some sort of meetups with people. But in a place like Berlin, you just, you can almost like count on spontaneously being able to catch up with people. Like you just, especially yeah. in our line of work, if you just basically turn up to work, you're going to get to see at least five people you know and like. Yeah, absolutely. And then you can just, you know, connect with them. And of course, it's always important, but it's just, it's so crucial now to talk to each other and by talking to each other all the time you help each other yeah just seeing the faces is really nice even though it's all from afar right yeah. now but yeah yeah no it's been super nice and you know you can kind of sense that people are starting to get a little bit more anxious before winter arrives with the like the the heightened restrictions and stuff like that so it's important to definitely pull together now and mm -hmm. speak about your concerns and stuff like that and yeah. Just really let each other know that you're there to help. Yeah. I think there's been a lot totally. of that recently. People saying, oh, just yes. reach out or, or whatever. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's I've really been nice. sending lots of messages out like that yeah, as well. Yeah, you're pretty good with that. For sure. Yeah. But also with your yoga classes, I think that's, that's like a really nice community event. And obviously the whole point is for yoga, it benefits you mentally and physically. Because yeah. obviously they're both interconnected. Yeah, but totally. It's, um, I was thinking about that. It's kind of funny that, you know, your yoga classes started off, like your community yoga class thing started off kind of years ago now, like two years ago or something, or one year ago. One and a half, something okay, like that. Okay, one and a half. Yeah, yeah so, mm. yeah, one and a half years ago. And it was almost like, 
laying the foundation for this togetherness practice that would end up being so crucial and so important for our friends group during this uh, lockdown, you know, especially with the internet classes and stuff like that. It was just an ideal thing to do when we couldn't see each other in person. Mm -hmm. And then people... Yeah, for anyone wondering, like, it's a class on Sundays over Zoom. If you're interested to join that, of course, feel free to get in touch and you can join that too because it's just a community class anyone can donate but it's not yeah. necessary yeah and it's like really international there's friends from japan yeah. friends from scotland mm-hmm. friends that stay here in berlin as well yeah and all this kind of stuff like that and yeah although we started it like really you know last year we really like sort of made it well you know you made an effort to pull the class together at the start of lockdown back in in march and then like it really, I think it's really going to become extra important again mm-hmm. now that we're heading into winter. Yeah, um, I felt like that too. Like just, yeah, because it's like also for me, it's such a nice feeling to see like different people. Yeah. Even like through that screen, you know, like because luckily we have like a bigger screen that I always connect to my computer. So like I can really see the different faces and that's so nice to yeah. just move together a bit and connect in that way. Yeah. And it's... Yeah. But I always get reminded how funny, like, how ironic the, the kind of issue of... I felt it myself and I can kind of sense that others might feel the same, that when you start to feel a little bit more down or anxious because of the, you know, the lockdown and stuff like that, you start to wonder, um, will I be, like, willing or able to take part in this week's class and stuff like that? Mm. And you kind of yeah. have your doubts about your abilities or your, or your motivation. But then it's funny because that's obviously um, showing that you have some sort of yeah anxiety and yoga is not wasn't like developed to tackle specifically anxiety but definitely now we all know it helps greatly for anxiety oh, definitely yeah. so you know if you're feeling these anxious thoughts like doing yoga is definitely going to help but the funny thing is is yeah. that the thoughts almost stop you from doing the yoga oh totally which is of course is a typical problem that yeah like with humans in all kinds of areas you know I you mean, don't do what you need to do yeah but um yeah but that was the biggest biggest thing for me in yoga actually yeah. like it just supported me not feeling so anxious like 24 yeah. 7 so yeah and you really feel those benefits like sort of creeping in after a while yeah and then you really like doing it but it definitely took me a few yeah few classes to get into this sort of rhythm and then see like there was something about it that just always made me come back and really want to do it even though oh, yeah Cool. before i i did get sometimes like nervous like oh i'm not feeling so well but usually when you just give it a try it's really like such a nice feeling and also just not even having to do all the moves you know just being in that space i always say to people as well because often people are like oh i don't have any energy today and mm-hmm. that's also completely fine it's just to come together in that sense yeah which i think is super like really really nice yeah yeah totally I mean, it's of, of course, it's reassuring for all of us practitioners and beginners to know that, you know, you, the teacher, had these kind of thoughts and anxieties too. That, that makes us feel a little bit more like, you know, we have hope for the future in our, in our yoga abilities. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, because you can often sort of put the yeah, sort of pigeonhole the teachers being kind of like they've gotten over all, all aspects of worrying and they're kind of like mm-hmm. they've got all figured out and yeah. you, know, you kind of think that wow, you know, if I could only ever aspire to be as uh, yeah, mobile and yeah. flexible and as able in general as that, mm-hmm. then and it feels like such a far, long way off. You know, you feel like maybe you're the only one in the class that's feeling all these like feelings of self-doubt and stuff like that, but I guess everyone has moments of that. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's a journey for sure. Yeah. Like, and I think that's the one thing that I really like about yoga as well. There's not this wall where teachers, well, it depends what type of yoga you do, of course, but it's usually not this wall where you think you need to put the teacher on a pedestal or anything like that. It's more just like, you know, life is kind of up and down and that's completely fine. It's just about knowing how to maybe deal with it and how to move forward and yeah just being in that moment yeah 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 i really can't help but feel like a lot of these practices like meditation and anything that's sort of linked into mindfulness and sort of self-help and stuff like that will be so important and crucial for people as we head into this winter lockdown because now it's really starting to feel like well we all now know that it wasn't a quick passing problem the world was facing back in spring and summer yeah now it's it's like you know quite a long-lasting thing and we really need to now count in our own techniques and our own like mental stability to really like see us through this you know it's not like summer was definitely a morale boost like mm-hmm. seeing the sun and it yeah. was warm and sunny and that helped everybody but now it's I think it's especially important that we start to figure out how we're gonna help ourselves kind of get through this quite tricky time yeah for I think sure these practices will be uh, you know, if you're fortunate enough to have access to, like, learning about them, mm-hmm. or if your community promotes it, I think you should definitely, I guess I'm, I don't want to sort of preach or give advice or too much advice here, but, <laughs> like, I, I can just say for myself that I've felt it to be so beneficial over the years yeah. doing these things. Yeah. And I, and I feel it as being so crucial to actually maintaining good mental health now, mm-hmm. just focusing on that. Yeah. It's just, just by simply knowing that you do things to your to yourself and with yourself that helps you focus on your mental health. Yeah, and that's the whole point of it. Uh, it's it's so and nice. Even to really to focus now. maybe so much on it, just you know, just to do some practices that have like the byproduct of it as well. I think like yeah, that's another for side me, of it, it yeah. wasn't so conscious at the start at all, and then then you just realize, oh, this actually does support my mental health without me thinking, oh, I do this for my mental health. But depends, of course, like um how you look at it in a way yeah like personally i have that at the forefront of my like i'm really aware that that's that, well at least that's what i feel like what i'm doing it for when i do these things like various meditation practices or you know, i'm taking part in your yoga class i really feel like this is work i'm doing and uh, this is like a you know sort of rehearsal for uh, being able to deal with like the challenges that life throws your way and it's, yeah. it's cool just knowing that i that i put some time and effort into yeah, just preparing for things, you know, mm-hmm. whatever life tends to, you know, it's always all these like unforeseen things happen, like Corona. Mm-hmm. And it's good to know that, well, who knows how I would have dealt with it like three years ago, but I feel like I'm, I'm so fortunate to have been introduced to things like meditation that yeah, I feel like I've managed to deal with it quite, quite well, thanks to the efforts of others. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> everybody. Everybody, yeah. Yeah, totally. I thought you were thinking me there for a second. Well, but, you're, you're you know. part. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm for it. No, I'm just kidding. Some like just you know we've mentioned it before, but I really would like to stress how great the yoga has been and how much of an absolute nervous beginner I was, and I really felt like I felt the same way about yoga that I felt about learning a second language. Like I just wasn't the person for that, you know. Mm-hmm. I really felt like adverse to it. Like oh my goodness, like I just don't think I should ever try it. You know, but after yeah, it's amazing how much you get. To you, it's, it's like really just yeah. I just don't see a different side to myself now, and I'm very proud that I've been able to learn anything mm-hmm. and do it to any extent. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It's, it's cool. So thanks for that. No, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for thanks everybody. for your practice.
Yeah. It's definitely all on you. I mean, that's what I that's the other thing I like about the whole yoga thing. It's just me giving you some guidelines, you know, that's why I also say like even if you don't feel up for doing anything like challenging that day that's also completely fine and then you're still just joining in and those are just ideas that the teacher gives but you can always adapt to it and maybe make it slower maybe make it a bit longer lasting or yeah yeah it's just sort of like a little hint like oh maybe you could try that but yeah you can also just focus on your own breath it definitely helps me for that sort of lockdown structure as well yeah. just seeing other people on on the screen and being in it together and then you were mentioning hope there mm-hmm. um so and i wanted to talk about that hope thing a bit because it's been coming into my direction <laughs> from different angles at the moment Like I like to think a lot about how I word things and what I want to put out there and, you know, sort of just sometimes just being like, oh, this is going to work out rather than I hope this will work out. Because then the other day I had a philosophy lesson as well. So there someone said, hope is just fear in disguise. And I think that's a really interesting way to put it actually you know like how how that is actually a lot yeah bringing out the fear because when i say i hope this will work out you know i'm actually scared that it might not go ahead or Mm -hmm. something like that you know and just to really remind like even though you always think that hope is such a positive thing to say Mm -hmm. and to to be but like actually that's you showing your fear about something and yeah, I thought that was really interesting and I, I will try to focus a bit more on just not saying I hope and just trying to just assume that something will happen if I plan for it and if it goes the other direction then you deal with it when it comes, you know. That's also completely fine just to have that vision a bit more clear like that picture in your head that something will go ahead, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to sort of get, you know, whilst you were speaking there I was trying to figure out or get to the center of the meaning of the word hope you know like mm-hmm. a, what sort of feelings do you does it conjure up in you or what sort of situations do you end up feeling this like sense of hope or this desire to see a certain outcome yeah come to life yeah and it's i suppose like the trickiness is, is that you can there's so many different scenarios where you can hope for something like you can often you feel like you're hoping for something that's whatever it is is truly within your control Mm-hmm. You know, because you could say something like, for example, the, the weather's meant to look quite off tomorrow. I really hope I can get out and do something mm-hmm. worthwhile, Yeah. you know, but regardless of the weather, you can get out and do something worthwhile. So in that sense, you know, regardless of the, the exact circumstances, if it's really important to you to get out and do something like exercise, then yeah. you should still go and do it. Mm-hmm. So there's no need to hope for it or doubt that it's possible. Yeah. Um, but you know, I was thinking today as well. Yeah, exactly. It takes a bit away from that power sometimes, Slightly right? It like, takes away the responsibility. Oh, I hope I can manage to do this tomorrow. It's like, no, no, you actually can. You just have to put that trust sometimes, in yourself. Like some, you know? some people could definitely deem as you, like, you're not willing to completely commit all of your resources to yes. ensure that you do all you can to, mm-hmm. to make something happen. 
that you should be. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, oh, uh, maybe, yeah, I really hope I make it next week to so-and-so's birthday party. Yeah. Well, why don't you just say, like, you know you're going to be there. Yes, You know, yes. if it's important to you, you Absolutely. can just say, you can confirm it then. Yes. That, uh, that I'll be there because it's important. You know, maybe some, maybe Gail, but that's, you can mm-hmm. never plan for these things, so it's sort of incited to happen. But like another completely different scenario where a feeling of hope crept into my or like just a notion crept into my mind. It was yeah. when I was like reading up on the current status of the the election polls in the US. Oh, you know, yeah. like because that's all kicking off today, of course. Oh, that's today, yeah. True. Yeah, it started this morning, like whatever time. Yeah. Um, in Europe, that would be, you know. Uh, so I, you know, I'm just like loosely following it online, and I would say that I really, really hope that Biden wins, and I don't really know how else to word that because, like, because I have no way of of knowing. Like, I could simply say, like, I know he's going to win, but, mm-hmm. well, I don't. I, I really yeah. feel like that's, like, that's false of me to say that yeah. because I don't know he's going to win. So I wonder, like, maybe there's a better word that I can just use. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, I feel like that's truly uh, with my control. Yeah. Like, as far as I know, like, if there's some way I could control, I would love to do it. But I really feel like that feels like a very appropriate use of the of the word or the concept of hope there because how else do I say it? Like, it's basically me saying I would really like it if Biden wins because I think it'd be beneficial for like the wet well the whole world really mm-hmm. um you know and people's people's health and the future of the planet so it's a very serious issue so yeah. i think about it a lot and it's an outcome that i'm really really uh, expecting to happen because i know that people can pull together and do the right thing but you know yeah. who knows because trump does have massive support in the states mm-hmm. now so how else do you what else would you what other word would you use in this scenario because yeah. i feel like the sense of hope is quite appropriate yeah, maybe it's just to though. word it like something like I trust the people to make the right decision or decide yeah. in the right direction for mm-hmm. all of our future in a way, you know? Yeah, it's weird. It's like, you know, when you were saying that just there again, I thought like I had this, I had the feeling that I didn't want to say that because I feel like, but this is maybe the issue. Like, I feel like I would be somehow, you know, I feel like in a sense there's like a duty to express my doubt in a way because that's how I feel I do feel genuinely unfortunately I do feel doubtful in a sense Mm -hmm. like I really don't know how it's going to go so if I'm trying to like really communicate but then that's exactly it yeah that's exactly it you say hope because you are fearful about the outcome but then sometimes well yeah so the question is is it then therefore is it always necessary to like conceal your doubt you know because I do feel like I really don't know and I feel like it's also like acknowledging reality as well sometimes to, uh-huh. you know, otherwise, I, you know, the other side of the coin is that you always pretend things aren't, that, like there's no possibility of a negative outcome. So yeah. let's not prepare for it. No, 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 I mean, I'm not saying here like that you cannot ever have feelings of fear as well, you yeah. know, like that's a natural emotion we have yeah, yeah, yeah. within us. So it's not about faking anything and being like, oh, like. I feel perfect every day, mm-hmm. but it's more just about, you know, just being conscious about that hope actually expresses something right, okay, so maybe, fearful or doubtful, okay. you know, yeah. because for me, I often say things that I look forward to or something like that. And mm-hmm. I like say, I hope this goes ahead or okay, something, yeah, I, you know, and you mean, yeah. it's kind of just picture it happening, Okay. like that it will happen in the future, whatever you had planned. And then you deal with it. If anything comes your way that might change the plan you know what i mean right yeah so there basically is a very a very val it's a very valid emotion 
um, you know, mm-hmm. in amongst a spectrum of things where like, we can't feel. Yeah. But we should be careful when, where we use it. Yeah, and maybe really... just to be conscious of like, oh, wait a minute, like, why did it choose hope here? Because mm-hmm. actually there's an element of fear or doubt. Yeah, then you can dig deeper into the situation. And... I, I think this might not be maybe even sometimes the right decision for me yeah. or like my intuition saying no to this, Yeah. you know? Yeah, it's true because I mean, every situation, every situation is different and therefore requires that we really respect that there's a different set of circumstances for, for everything and we should kind of be more conscious of what's actually happening and, and our response and in how we engage with whatever it is that's happening or whatever we want to, to make happen. For example, sometimes when we would use the word hope or express that we hope something's going to happen, if we were, as you say, to like look into it further and mm-hmm. say, so why did I use the word hope? Actually, yeah. I could simply say that I'll do all I can to make sure this happens. Then you've realized in that moment that you can further your engagement mm-hmm. with this exact situation. You can actually kind of make sure that something great definitely happens yeah but then in the let's take like the u.s election scenario again upon thinking oh is the word hope correct in this situation it seems to be kind of correct because i feel like there's nothing direct well i don't think it's about correct or not it's just about sort of you know sometimes just trying to choose another word just to visualize the outcome a bit more that you want you know yeah no but i was just meaning there that i think that Maybe we should be more careful if you want to be somehow honest and say that mm-hmm. you do have these concerns, you know, without placing your democratic vote, which unfortunately we can't do yeah. from living no, in Europe. Exactly. But, yeah. you know, we have discussions that are hopefully beneficial. Yeah. Um, that's maybe all we can do, arguably. Um, and then maybe in this sense, all there is left is, is hope in a sense. And maybe that's still good enough. Yeah, or if if it is sometimes beneficial to, you know how they had with the last elections, there were like everyone focused too much on Trump. Yeah. Without having the other side on it, you know? Like, so everything in the media was focused on him. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, still, I think maybe just to recognize, okay, I use the word hope here. Can I maybe just put this trust in the people? Yeah to see the outcome that I would like to see yeah. and then maybe to explain I have a feeling of fear or that this might not go ahead so without you having to shut yourself down yeah. but just to be conscious and open about this is why you would choose that right. word you know yeah and I mean I still think if you're feeling hopeful like that always is for me like a positive word yeah, you know yeah. but just to question that a bit, I just find that interesting, like if you believe in these visualization things or not, but just maybe if, if you use the word, I hope, or just to sometimes question it now, I'm, I'm definitely going to do it. So that's just why I wanted to yeah. share it basically, because no, I do often like use that. And I think it's culturally very accepted yeah. that we use hope all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe sometimes also a bit, like seen as polite or something you know oh i hope this will but why not just say this will happen yeah and if it doesn't that's also okay yeah it's a a good insight 
<laughs> it's something to think about I think I yeah. I will certainly think about it a bit more the last couple of weeks because you know when something is coming up and you just hear it from all the different sides like my mom talked to me about this and you know it's just yeah. interesting then in the philosophy class it came up yeah and well it does you know the more people that you hear talking about hope the more there's this idea that there's a bit of a feeling of helplessness flying around because mm-hmm. a lot of people are simply hoping and it does basically for me that actually it's very clear suddenly at this moment that yes. it really is declaring that you feel helpless mm-hmm. and that if everyone is simply just hoping it's saying that like i acknowledge there's nothing i can do here yes so i'm just going to sit back exactly and, feeling powerless and wait and see what happens and yeah. i hope to goodness yeah. that yeah. um there's, there's something positive happens yes here. Exactly, so it's like a very it's a sort dark of side to the word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like a really passive and, side to yeah, the word as well. You know, of... you you give the the power to something else yeah. from outside, but all the power is within you yeah. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> definitely, let us know what yeah. you think about that. Yeah, I hope you all get in touch about it. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, the lady. <laughs> <laughs> I also was thinking this week that I've watched the news like a lot more than I ever have in my whole life it's and you were saying the other night right enough so that it just doesn't help to watch the news so yeah it's like moderate your I suppose moderate your news diet make sure that it's sensible I think like once every couple days is probably like recommended or fine yeah no I mean you know I always just want to be updated in terms of the cafe and things like that. So that's right. just why I feel like obligated at the moment to watch it. Well, that's but great. <laughs> that's really useful because, uh, yeah. yeah, but you, on the other hand, forget. like, it's better just to read about it or something like that. It's just some of, like, some of the listeners might be quite, just hover for a minute or two around that point of, you know, you like to keep in touch with the, the daily news or well, by daily or whatever it is you do for, for purposes of knowing what the situation is with our business. Yeah. And what you're actually referring to for anyone who doesn't know, like if, if you're not running your own company right now or, or whatever, you know, well, we can't really vouch for what's happening in the UK or anywhere else because we just are dealing with the German government because that's where we live right now. Yeah. But basically it's a situation where we don't really know what's really critical or update information until we check the news. It's like, I think one might always assume that um, we would have like a representative like phone us from somewhere like the council yeah. or we would get yeah. like some mail or you know there would be signs put on our, our shop front you know with like crucial totally. information yeah and one might think that um, we would be contacted by someone in an authority yeah, I would say like just so you know at least that the app that they released yeah, yeah. would actually or, update you and work <laughs> yeah or like a mailing list uh-huh. you know an email thing or even some sort of like or even point you in, a, in the direction of a centralized like official website but it's not actually the yeah, case. Exactly, or, like or there the is Berlin, one, but it's so slow to be Berlin updated. City website would be fine if they would update it, but they usually like they're the last ones yeah. to update that website. It's so, really interesting. Yeah, and because like you know we do we, we've been you know whenever there seems to be developments underway, we start scanning the internet and we kind of go to the usual websites, you know the news companies, but they're a bit like tabloids, so they're they can't really be super trusted. So it, it seems like the only official or trustworthy source now is ARD. Yeah. And then and sort of just see what's presented to us. And sometimes it's as quick as like, you know, as a business owner, this is what you need to do tomorrow. Yeah. And yeah, it's like exactly. You, you need to act accordingly yes, tomorrow. Otherwise totally. you're potentially even facing yes. fines. Yeah. And then they're kind fines of like... Fines are being shut down or whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
And then the council is out there potentially doing checkups and actually issuing said fines. So mm -hmm. if we weren't to literally go to the effort to check up ourselves, I guess this is all such foreign territory for the for the whole world and even the government's understaffed and yeah, you know we're we're all having to work as hard as we can. We like the onus yes. is on us all to accept the responsibility to to keep in touch and seek information. But it is quite weird. I, I think mm -hmm. that we have to rely on like a third party. Yeah, I mean, no one really knows, story? you no know, that's knows. the thing, the like, thing. It's, it's this mad. year has been a big roller coaster for everyone involved, yeah. I guess, but we're getting quite deep into the cafe gastronomy talk yeah. here, maybe well, it's a bit. And I do <laughs> think it's the same for other places, too. Yeah, I guess. I've heard of, like, yeah. confusion with those owning offices and stuff like that. They don't yeah, know whether, true. They literally don't know whether they can... Uh, open the next day or not yeah they're not, they're yeah, not sure it's it's, like, it's quite it's such an unusual situation that the whole yeah. world is obviously dealing with but, but you sure. know, nevertheless it's weird definitely get in touch and let us know how it is for you at the moment because yeah. it's really interesting to hear the different stories around this oh yeah totally i mean yeah yeah i'd love to hear what it's like in other fields yeah or countries or yeah, other, regions, yeah exactly or just other scenarios it'd be like, great to like compare yeah and just to yeah, to, to hear your stories it's just of course it's all you know fascinating and at the same time we hope it's all working out for you all okay since we're already talking about <laughs> companies and things like that one more thing to add because we we watched the social dilemma documentary on netflix the other day and of course yeah makes you question a lot of things. One thing that came up for me that I actually wanted to share here, the thing about newsletters. Since I started to have a newsletter for like, just update people about my yoga classes and things like that, I was pretty shocked how much you can see on your end when people open your, your emails and things like that. So How many insights you get as, a, mm -hmm. as the sender. Exactly. Oh, so wow. I just wanted to put that out here. If you're subscribed to lots of newsletters and especially big companies, just be aware that they can see the date, the time you open the email. They can see which links you clicked on. They can basically, they're basically watching you whilst you open the email and I was pretty shocked to find that out when I started having the newsletter mm -hmm. and of course please sign up for my newsletter <laughs> no but like you know it's not really for for these like smaller companies and you know smaller operations because it does really really help people if you sign up for their newsletter so if you want to support someone definitely sign up for their newsletter if they have one because it does really, really help the business or whatever project they're running. Lots of musicians have a newsletter now too. So if you are not buying their album, then maybe sign up for the newsletter for sure. I just wanted to yeah, put that out there. If you are clicking on links, just and even if you open it, people will see that you opened it and people will see the time as well. Yeah, it's, I mean, I certainly had no idea about this, so... I yeah, exactly. Because I, people. It's nice to I be said aware that to my happening. to my mom and my sister as well, and just they didn't know either. And I was like, I have this information now. I kind of feel yeah. feel the the responsibility to to put that out there yeah. because yeah, I thought my email, my inbox is 
mine and no one can see what I'm doing in yeah, there. Yeah. But if it's a newsletter, beware. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you raise a really good point here. It, and it's just good to be aware of what's happening, simply, simply put. But what you said about the newsletters being a really effective tool for small companies who deserve to be supported, you know, like, because they should be able to continue and give, give yeah. whatever they're doing a proper shot. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's, that's a really nice point to raise. And it sort of just brings around the, the overall notion of we should all be more careful with who we like support you know yes like which yeah. companies do you do you support because exactly you know if we live in a consumer society arguably our biggest power lies in our consumer habits mm-hmm. so whoever you like financially support or whoever you support through and uh, with your attention even yeah you know is that's like a currency to these companies as the social dilemma nicely pointed out to us so whoever you're giving your time your money to but well, we should just be careful about it because it has, it basically has an impact on the future of everything. Or at and least, you know, that people very... know about it. If yeah. I knew about this like earlier or if anyone had told me that had a newsletter, okay. But like just to let people sign up for the newsletter all the time yeah. and no one speaks about, mm, I can actually see exactly what yeah. you did. It's kind of like, wow. But yeah, also for... You know, when you know people personally and things like that, again, a newsletter helps a small company, a single person, any project really helps to have their own platform. And um, oh, yeah, so it's to sort of decentralize the, the typical platform. Exactly, to, take, to take not the put all away. the exactly to take the power away from Instagram a little bit and Facebook or whatever platform because or YouTube or whatever. Because that gives you the opportunity to have your own own audience, your own platform, and that just makes it a bit less risky because you never know how these things develop, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. yeah. So it is still a nice thing, if especially if you know a person um, and want to support, definitely please still follow their newsletter because on Instagram and things like that, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of pro tools where you can see everything as well. So it's not like companies like always can see and i do like those options now for the cookies on the website actually as well that you that you can choose it takes a minute longer but that you can actually be like no i don't want you to monitor every single step i do on your website um thank you very much yes we always think the internet is such a sort of private domain hidden private thing (laughs) exactly but it's not which is also fine because lots of things are moving from physical to online and that's still okay just to be mindful about certain behaviors and to head on to something a bit more lighthearted towards the end of this episode (laughs) so let's go back to the jazz record of the week and i was actually thinking why am i not sharing all my jazz records i mean lots of them are like sort of overlapping from our jazz records yeah, and you have some things like that but great i have some good classics that i decided the other day like i've been listening to these things for years so since 2015 you're getting like a really amazing treat <laughs> share today my absolute go-to bathtub record has been I feel like you're going to say Matthew Halsell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good record. It's a Fletch, Fletcher Moss Park. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good record. Could be, a, you know, could be 30, 40, 50 years old, actually. Like, the mm-hmm. sound is so... Well, it's quite contemporary as well, but it really yeah. sounds classic. Oh, it's so good. So, recorded. 
we'll add that to the podcast playlist yeah. and I'll pop the uh, link in the show notes below. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, definitely go and check that one out because it's really good. Yeah. It's one of my absolute favorites. Yeah, and like the jazz season is coming back around again. Somehow it seems like it's connected to to, to winter or like autumn and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I guess because we got really, really deeply into after the our trip to Japan last year, which was in October yeah. or September even. But we always still like it. I love it in some for summer evenings yeah, as well. Yeah, you can but throw open the windows and sit in the balcony yeah. and stuff. But it just seems There's like... There's a certain like coziness thing. for candlelight dinners with friends and stuff for sure. I yeah, used to do that all exactly. the time, just slam on some Dim the jazz. Light, yeah. Whip out the cigars. Yeah. Well, we didn't do that. Would be nice though. Maybe we'll do that one one evening. Yeah. As a one-off thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, right. Do you have any other jazz record you want to share this week as well? Because you are allowed to as well, I just thought. Because I have lots of classics that I... And just because you were sort of like in your jazz thing, I thought... Oh yeah, it's your thing, but it's actually our shared interest. No, not really. You know, I haven't listened to a lot of jazz over the past couple of months. Another record that you really enjoyed lately? Well, I just placed a, an order for that for the new Gage record. Mm. The Swedish yeah. duo that you discovered a number <laughs> of years back. Yeah. They, I suspect it's going to be pretty cool. Um, to be honest, I was initially drawn to buying the record due to like it's beautiful cover once again like it's just yeah really, nice oh they, i love that yeah because they actually they travel apparently the the duo traveled to was in north carolina or somewhere you know magnificent in the states mm. i guess it will um you know i'm gonna look it up now actually so the duo who are swedish by the way traveled to the pacific northwest mm. uh, to get inspiration Jeez, I already read about it, huh? Well, I just read the blur <laughs> on the on their band camp, which yeah. is the best place to buy the record because uh, it's, uh, most of the proceeds go to them. Mm. So okay, like, you know, yeah, I'll share that link as well. That cover does look really nice. Yeah, for sure. it's nice, isn't it? When, whenever I get into some artists, like Steve then gets into it as well and then he reads a lot about them, so in the end he's telling me <laughs> lots of interesting facts about those artists. I just artists. need my own time, like... <laughs> You know, all the things, like, I, I trust that all the artists that you come across, like, or mm -hmm. the films that you watch, like, without me, I basically instantly know that I will like it myself. Yeah. Um, But it's just yeah, good no, I'll sort of I, visit it three years later. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I meant it more like just me liking an artist and then you reading more into it. Yeah, that's it. Of course, so that's, that's, you yeah, give me I the facts about it. I tend like, to, like, so someone will plant the seed of a recommendation. And then I will like get sort of an obsession for it. I feel like I do that later. more with like movies or like TV shows or something I like, yeah. you know, but not so often with musicians. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's just more like if a, it's, a, it's me searching for inspiration for myself because I need to know, well, mm -hmm. I like to know what makes other artists tick, you know, yeah. and then it's more like if I can. Yeah, I do that like, separately, weirdly enough. I don't know. Yeah. I need to really like the music and maybe feel quite sort of connected I used to, to have that. To, that used to be the case for me too like I would only read about the bands that I was really really into but I think now rather than like of, of course feeling like if I feel like I'm in a bit of like a sticky spot or I have a little like creative energy mm -hmm. then rather than just simply ripping off some music that I like I, I think I feel more like oh maybe I can I can read about their inspiration 
and then yeah. maybe I can visit that too. And yeah. I'll do the same thing for me that I did for them. Mm, yeah. You know, then yeah, I can enter, nice. them, enter that same mind space. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like often there's not so much information about it, but you're right. Maybe Bandcamp is a good thing to read yeah, about for those now things. And again, for, for the yeah. artists that care about Because often I can't find much information because there is this like information thing on Spotify, but you often don't get a lot of information at all. So you really have to dig deeper. You can often find some cool information if you go to the record label website mm, okay. of, of whatever, you know, yeah, whatever labels behind the latest release. They'll, That's they'll a good usually idea. put something extra on there because it's like, well, I guess like press can pick up. Yeah, that's a very good idea. Stuff See, there. I never, yeah, because I'm not so deep in that yeah. music industry thing. Yeah, that's a very good tip. I will, I will think of that next time. Just looking yeah. up which label they released it totally. with. Tip, tip of the week then is try and then if you, oh yeah, if you're gonna be buying some <laughs> music, just give it like a little bit of thought where you're gonna buy, where might you buy the release from? Because you can mm -hmm. usually go like quite direct to the artist. If that's if that's indeed who you want to support, yeah, is the artist, you can probably go to their website or go to their band camp, yeah, and actually buy it from them directly. Oh, okay, that's a good practice. Okay, we haven't done a practice on the podcast in a while, and I really wanted to get back into it anyway. And especially for lockdown, maybe that's a bit of a nice thing to do anyway. So maybe the practice of the week is to support an artist that you really like mm, somehow. Yeah. And if you're not in the position to buy their record or something or whatever art they produce at this point, then maybe you can support them in some other way, just sharing their thing or signing up for their newsletter as well, um, something like that. So yeah. let's all do it. And then we'll tell you next time which one we chose. Maybe you choose yet another one because you already ordered that record. Oh, don't tempt me, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly all right we're well into this episode i thought we would keep it much shorter but anyway have an amazing week everyone and thank you so much for listening and yeah i hope you stay no i hope <laughs> we wish you all oh, the we need to go again with the word hope <laughs> we wish you all the health and lots of love from both of us stay cozy at home turn on the kettle Whip out some milk and sugar, dip oh. a few scones in the oven. Okay, whoever can tell us which movie that one is from. It's a, a wonderful impression, really. Certain um, members of my family okay. will be delighted to hear this oh, wonderful dear. character making a guest appearance <laughs> on the podcast. I don't think that anyone of your family is listening to oh, this. Oh, you'd but... be surprised. <laughs> that would be too funny. So please get in touch who that was. <laughs> um, and we'll think of something very special for you if you knew... From which movie that was? Maybe you want to say bye in that voice too, just so. Cheerio, my dears. That was a good one. All right, thanks for listening. Bye.